0: difficult to explain how hard it was for me to hit the record button on my gear. Obviously, it's been a while. It's been a long while. I suppose for me, I had to take a break from the show. I, look, being a podcaster, especially in 2023, is an interesting gig, yeah, because every man and his dog's got a podcast, and obviously, I don't put as much effort into the social media side of things. I'm going to talk a little bit about that later. However, I do have a bit of a plan for this one. I'm, I'm calling it uh, Unsupervised X or 10, raw and unfiltered. I'm not entirely sure this one's... Look, I'm not going to hold back, okay? So, maybe be sitting down for this one or have a drink ready for later. Because, look, it's it's so interesting that the times... Never ceased to be more difficult and more interesting, and I suppose I had to take a break from the show there was i mean it's it's seven years right seven years I've been doing this, and there's the seven year itch theory I had someone talk to me about that. however, I think more than that, I had to experience what life was like without doing the show without actually focusing and trying to scramble for the next guest and organising times. and Because that, that all that behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see exists. And it's difficult in 2023, particularly Down Under, because, you know, like I said, I think in the last Unsupervised, it hasn't really changed since then. You know, I'm, I'm working practically seven days a week, and it's hard to try and find time, particularly for international guests, to sit down at a reasonable time for both of us, and things fall through, and, and, and that happened repeatedly for a little while. And I think I just got sick of it. Uh, you know, the, the deeper part of, you know, the, it, it was like I was struggling against it. There was conflict there. There was conflict in trying to do this and trying to do the show. And look, even today, a window opened up and I took it just to see whether or not this would make me feel better. However, as much as there was a conflict in trying to do the show, and there was, you know, there was resistance there, geez, there's been a certain peace without doing it. There has been that, all right? There has been a peace without doing the show. And I think, you know, and I don't... I'm not Again, it's hard to remember, being a teacher, I talk to a lot of people, it's hard to remember what I've said and what I haven't said. However... I see myself as an introverted extrovert, okay? And more introverted than extroverted. I think the extroverted side to things is was me doing the sh- was me doing the show, was me doing the was me being a teacher, right? And a big part of that is I understood through use of mushrooms uh late last year, early this year, into this year, that one of the reasons I became a teacher unknowingly, teaching was not a plan, it's sort of just a guy I respected said, Triff you might be a good teacher, uh, and then the podcast itself, there was an underlying trauma there where I, I, I didn't feel like I was hurt as a child and I was always teased because of my name and there's a hell of a lot attached to that where I haven't been allowed to speak, so I put 200 and, you know, however many hundreds of hours of content out to the internet and became a teacher where my job was talking the whole time. And I think that thing, that need to be heard or that need to express, you know, one of the things, the mushrooms, that that trauma, that pressure, that, that, that it took away, it took that away, right? So... That trauma, that pressure, that need, that inbuilt um, system that needed to be satisfied, a belief system or stereotype, needed to be served. I suppose doesn't need to be served anymore. And you know that happened earlier this year, and I took another big break earlier this year, as as listeners of the little show will know look, it doesn't matter whether I take a break or not, the downloads still come. I mean, there's still been thousands of downloads the last couple of months and thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. And I think it probably comes to, you know, the other big epiphany I had about two months ago now, because I'm, I'm trying to find a way forward. I'm trying to find a way through. I'm trying different things to, you know, get some more resources and I've got bills I need to pay. I've got Debts I need to pay, and and not a lot's been working out. But I don't think a lot's been working out for for many people, right? And um, and and it was through this process, you know, I've tried to apply for different jobs, and I haven't had any luck. And um, you know, I just think the, the training space has evolved and changed and morphed. And with the economic pressures, training's one of those things that goes by the wayside, right? You don't have to train, right? Well, some things you have to train, however. It's one of those things that goes up and down economically. So it's been very difficult. I'm still at home, right? I'm still teaching from my house. And it's it's ultra repetitive and interesting experience, I suppose. And I've had to find different ways to deal with it. Um, I've, I've moved myself around the property, tried in different spots and different places. And I've taken big deep breaths and re-engaged and, look, used a lot of the Stuff that we've talked about, you know, like a lot of these mental health things, you know, we we talk about, you know, keeping it simple, taking your time, resetting, refocusing, reengaging. Um, have it's not always that easy, you know, and I think, you know, one of my epiphanies I had, and I think a lot of people can echo with this, is I have I have a self worth issue, but when I when I say self worth, I mean crippling self worth issue. And and it really didn't dawn on me how crippling it truly was until not long ago, right? I mean, it, and you sort of look back and you reflect through your existence, right, on these on these trauma cycles, these, these cycles of time. The cyclical trauma cycle is basically what I'm calling it. And, you know, you come back around and, like, my self-worth and my lack of self-worth – I've missed so many opportunities, you know, like, it's interesting, right, you know, like, I've made millions, millions and millions of dollars uh, as a trainer, and I've saved millions of dollars on projects, like, I've made so much money for so many people, and, you know, I'm not alone these days in trying to struggle to make ends meet, you know, Um, look, a big part of the reason I haven't stepped away from working from home is that it's going to cost me the best part of $300 to get to and from somewhere every week and I can save that money by not doing it right it's 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 a difficult balance yeah but basically I was looking at that and I'm like why why can I do this for other people but I can't do it for myself right and it's like well you've got a problem with self-worth yeah and look especially with this show a massive imposter syndrome. Like, I've got no idea why you guys actually listen to me, um, apart from the fact I just haven't given up and I just keep putting content out there. And I don't feel worthy of being listened to, right? I mean, it does go back to I wasn't listened to as a kid, but I don't really care anymore either. That's This is the the whole listen to thing, the whole verbalizing stuff, That that's in a different category now. Whereas the self-worth thing, like like cr- crippling self-worth issues you know like not feeling worthy of of anything right which which then feeds into depression that feeds into the dark side of the force doesn't it right the anger fear hate guilt when you when you think you're not worthy then you manifest that shit into your existence right and you know one of the things i do in my class and it's interesting right you know art imitates life one of the pieces I give to each group is I tell them that they're worthy, right? I sit there and I tell these people that they're worthy, and the grand irony of it is, is that I don't feel worthy myself. Well, look, I, identifying the issue and I've sat with it for a couple of months. It's not that I don't feel worthy anymore. I, I, I don't. I try and process these things and move forward. You know what I mean? It's having the tools in the toolkit and implementing the tools are two different things, but it was one that was part of, part of the epiphany was the irony of me telling people that they are worthy and bringing some of these people to tears by doing that and making them feel better and yet the whole time I'm sitting here and I feel like shit right i don't feel worthy right i don't and and that that worth ties into material worth it ties into your ability to make money, it ties into your ability to to feel better, right? Like, it's it's crippling, right, when you have a self-worth issue because it doesn't matter how good something is or, you know, how privileged you are for something to happen to you or the compliments that you get given or anything like that, you don't feel it, okay? And I think there's a lot of people out there who can identify with what I'm saying. That's part of the reason I've decided to turn the mic on is that, well, number one, a lot of people have asked me to turn the mic back on. And, you know, Angus keeps poking me and Loomis keeps poking me. And, and you know, I, uh, Anthony, I did a live with Anthony a little while ago that was more sort of visual than audio. That's why I haven't really released it here. Because, um, you know, I know, most of you guys are audio. Uh, however, you know, I think I'm I'm not alone, right? And And, and a burden shared is a burden lightened. Because the thing is, if we can all identify with even part of what I'm saying, then we can take some of that weight off our shoulders, right? Because we're not alone. And look, I just think the system is designed to make you feel like you're alone. However, the the cyclic trauma cycle is one of those things that when you you walk into it and you embrace the journey of it, you've got no fucking idea what you're doing when you do that, okay? It's sort of a bit like... You know, one of the things that the mushrooms helped me realise, and and I saw through using those, and I am talking about psilocybin, guys. It it, it very very useful uh, to me, unbelievably so. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next time the opportunity arises, because um, it is. I'm using it as a medicine. It is very much a medicine. Um, but the, you know, seven years ago. I called something unlocking the code, and I, and I said that we were going to unlock the code, right? I didn't have any idea what I was talking about when I said that. Because me being me, I, I don't let go of something. I say, like, hang on a minute, you're unlocking the code? Well, that that is that. How many different levels do you need to unlock that? And there is a lot of different levels. You know, and, and, and a big part of this... I, I knew at the start it was for my own mental health, right? It was to talk through my own, but I didn't realise that the whole reason I was bloody doing it was because of my own mental health and my a trauma based cycle that I you know, didn't feel heard and, and acknowledged. So I literally projected that onto the universe, right? And then it's like Yeah, then I'm like, okay, how do I get out of what I'm doing and make some more money and, 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 and just get ahead and, and, you know, and not that I'm, a, and there's a big conflict there because I'm not a materialistic person, right? I understand that capitalistic and materialistic things aren't going to make you happy. Um, yet at the same time, I've built an awesome studio. Look, most of the stuff in here was either free or like Facebook marketplace, Like right? It's not like I, I spend a mozza I don't have a mozza to spend, and it's a beautiful space. However, I also, you know, I think with, with everybody, and like I'm not the only person, yeah, we'd all walk a bit more liquid cash, I suppose, is what you could say, right, um, to relieve the the debts owed and, and the things that need to be paid. Because week to week, it's difficult, right? You know, and there's, this is the whole point, right? You've got, there's so many sides to it. There's the materialistic side. There's the three-dimensional side where... I'm a father I'm a husband I, I I need to pay more attention to my children I need to do a, a lot of different things I need to find time for myself find time for my wife and our relationship then there's the then there's the the mental health aspect right where you're trying to analyze your existence and trying to evolve out of these negative patterns that not only that you recognize in yourself but you see in other people and you see in the world and you know then there's that side of things where we just can't talk about Fire Club, right? No one wants to talk about Fire Club. And Fire Club literally could be any one of 15 different things that are going on simultaneously, right? And I try and pay attention to that. Like, I, I, I've i been paying attention to world politics and diplomacy. And look, that's just one of the rabbit holes I'm, I, I'm constantly paying attention to. Whether or not the megalithic stuff has taken priority or the spiritual stuff or the mental health stuff, I, I'm always keeping an eye on so many different things, yeah? And... You know, whilst you're doing that, trying to work through your cyclical trauma cycle and you come back around and then around and around and it's like, does it ever end? I've got bad news, guys. I don't think that it does ever end, okay? I think maybe you're going to keep going round and round until you can finally let that shit go, right? But then once you let it go, there's just the next layer, right? It's like an onion. You're peeling back layers, okay? And maybe the job is not to get to the end of the onion, Right, or maybe it's you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing and analysing and applying critical thinking and 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 being objective, right? Collecting tiles on the mirror ball, right? You know, it's quite fascinating. I've, I've sort of looked back a little bit, um, and no, I don't have it. Oh, do I have it? Yeah, I do. I can do that. I might actually. I found the coder's oath, version two of the coder's oath, actually, which I might um. Oh, I'm just trashing the joint uh, behind me. That's okay. I think that was Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life that fell on the floor. It's all right, Jordan will be okay with that. I mean, where do you and how do you start processing and just existing three-dimensionally? Just take everything else away. Just three-dimensional, right? Trying to keep the bills paid. Trying to keep the wolves from the door. Trying to feed the family trying to make time in the time of Kali Yuga, right? I mean, we're not, everyone's broke, yeah? That's the that's one of the fight clubs we can't talk about, right? We're all riding that razor's edge, right? And the thing is too, the other side of it is as well, is that I understand that I'm very, very lucky to have the house that I have to buy it, that bought it at the time that I bought it, and and th- and therefore I'm not under the million dollar mortgage stress. However, a lot of people are. Man, can you imagine, Like I don't even know, seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage. What are you paying a month? You got to find fifteen hundred bucks before you even feed your family. I'll do anything. Anything. Now that is not sustainable. However, guess what? It doesn't have to fucking be that way. It's basically major corporations just putting their prices up for the sake of putting their price up. Yes, I know about inflation and the cash rate and all that sort of stuff. I'm paying close attention to that as well. However, the initial bump, all the major corporations on the planet, maybe black, mainly, mainly BlackRock and Vanguard and subsidiaries of those, because that's basically who owns the planet, are making record profits. Record, right? Why? And how is that cool? We can't talk about Fire Club, though. Can't talk about that. That there's two major corporations that run the fucking planet, and they're just making untold, just squeezing the middle class, just making rich and poor, and that's it. Right? Just destroying whatever's left of the middle class resistance that that survived the bullshit that was COVID. Right? We can't talk about that Fire Club too. We definitely can't talk about Died Suddenly Club, even though it happens all the time. You know, I think the 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 next dot point, as I glance down at my notes here, is is is, is ignorance bliss, right? Because you're on your maybe it's the cosmic trauma cycle, not cyclic. Or maybe it's the cosmic. I looked down and saw cosmic. Oh, let's go with that. You've got the cosmic trauma cycle that you're trying to improve, so you can hopefully get off this forsaken rock uh, and and off to somewhere else, right? to go home, wouldn't it be nice to go home, you've got the world that we exist in, and if you are even somewhat aware of not only the Orwellian nature of existence, right, like if if you haven't done it yet, read George Orwell's 1984, spoiler alert, it doesn't end well, however read it, I just need a drink guys, hang on. We all need to read that book. It must be said too we wrote it as a warning, not a fucking instruction manual. However, the Orwellian nature of our existence is unbelievable, right? You know, the 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 two last dot points I've got in this first little section is is ignorance bliss and what is the cost of knowing? Right? Because if you you only have um you know, I think it's uh what's jody's average is average as fuck right you can only be average if you give 20% of you know 20% to your family 20% to work 20% to physical fitness 20% to a hobby and then hopefully you've got 20% for something else right you're not ever going to be 100% at anything okay so your best bet is to be average but if you begin to pay attention to the lunacy and look the cost of knowing and i think the knowing is the thing right and knowing is an interesting question. Obviously, we do we know? But I tell you one thing: I do know. Everything's bullshit. Okay, everything that we were brought up to believe, the the systems that are are behind it, it's it's all bullshit. Give me something seriously. Send me an email and tell me something that's not bullshit. Okay, religious and spirituality bullshit. Okay, you know I've I've had a different lens into that, and it's like. You know, I've got some pieces here in the, in the refinery that I saved up money for, some pieces of crystal or a cool ornament or something like that. I saved up money to buy those things. Well, look, I know how much those things cost now. And we're being ripped off, right, for our spiritual tools that are in a basket, in a warehouse, and built by the hundreds, thousands, millions probably, hundreds of thousands, self for cents on the dollar it's bullshit, okay, and I think this whole, you know, there's two sides to the spiritual stuff that I see at the moment, there is the ascension, we've got to ascend, you're living in this world, sorry, I don't like it either, you are a three-dimensional being, you are mind, body, spirit, you need to seat yourself on this planet, if you don't at least attempt to look after your body, you're not ascending anywhere, okay, you know, and I, and I, look, I'm, I'm being, going to be blunt, this, this... This show, okay. I, I, fair warning. All right. Why is it the most ascended master grandmaster poo bar blah 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 are fat and sick? Okay. All right. We could t- you know talk about politics. All the health ministers look like they're about to die, or they're fat, and or, or or girls pretending to be boys, or you know boys pretending to be girls, whatever the hell it is. Right. This is the point I'm trying to you know the the point is everything's bullshit. Okay. It's only you and me. But really, it's you. And for me, it's me. It's only us, right? We are the only ones that look ourselves in the mirror every day. We're the only ones that can help ourselves. We're the only ones to find a way out, okay? No one's coming to save us, okay? Look, I would love that the, uh, you know, the ultra-terrestrial advanced civilization lives under the ocean. I wish they'd come and save us. I do. However, I don't think it's going to happen. We've got to save ourselves. And even if they do come... Wouldn't it be better if you're trying to save yourself? You want to ascend. You want to get past this three-dimensional merry-go-round of bullshit that we don't that we continue to exist in. You've got to try and realise that you are God. Now, look, that is a big statement. Okay, you are the God or Goddess within. You are the Universal Source Energy, whatever it is you want to call it. You know, when you talk about unlocking the code, that is that's the answer, right? And that's the question that I've been wrestling with for nearly three years. Right? I found the triptych stuff midway through 2020. And it's like, oh my God, this is the answer. And not only is it the answer, it's the echoes of the old religion. It's in all the megalithic structures, blah, blah, blah. It's it's in everything that is the beast that that is the glue that glues everything together. But how do you communicate it? How do you communicate that effectively, right? And the thing is. That whole thing, the megalithic advanced ancient civilization, a lot of that's bullshit too. A lot of that's people infighting, a lot of that's people stealing people's work. It it is, right? People accusing people of things, right, that aren't true. And just to bring people down, stealing subjects, stealing subject matter, right? Publishing stuff they're not allowed to publish, it's all bullshit as well. It's a more positive side of the research, but the reality is social media took over. And if I see some other dude or dudette, right, in the corner of a, someone else's video making funny faces, pointing at the sky, ha, yeah, he, ho, <laughs> right, and then just, you know, making, you know, quizzical faces as they look at mega this stuff and get 10,000 hits on it, 100,000 hits, a million hits. I mean, unlocking the code. Well, number one, it was never about that, okay? Because the only reason I got Facebook was for the podcast. I rebelled against it. And to be honest, if you're Unlocking the Code is on its final lap, which it may very well be, not this episode, but we might be on the final run. We don't, I don't know, okay? The conclusion is a big question mark here at the end of this little set of notes. However, I was never going to sell my soul for this show right, this show was always about my own personal integrity, it was about me practicing what I preach, it was about me trying to implement the things that we spoke about and think about things objectively and collect the tiles on my mirror ball for you to share with you in the hope that maybe you want to, you agree or not, I don't want you to agree with everything I say, that'd be, how boring would that be, okay. Have your own opinions. Again, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. However, you know, names, you know, government, religion, banking, money, uh, just everything is bullshit, okay? And the cost of knowing that, yet still having to function within the bullshit, uh, is difficult, right? Because I imagine, look, some of you must feel the same way. Just look around and go, for fuck's sake, are we serious? Why are you doing that? That makes no sense. What are the, just, oh my fucking God, what are we doing? Right? Surely some of you look around and say, and I know you do. I don't, I'm not saying, you know, however that, you know, and then you're trying to, then you're supposed to function every day, right? You're supposed to smile and teach the class and do the thing and blah, 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 blah. And it's difficult. The cost of knowing is difficult, right? But I split these into a few categories to just get off my head. Um, I started with geopolitics. The reason I started with geopolitics is because what what's the what's the line in the poem? Once the narrative was crumbling, they distracted us with war, for those still thinking clearly. It felt like Orwell's 1984, right? Do you remember that? COVID, the narrative was crumbling, like, acceleratingly crumbling, and then, boom, Ukraine versus Russia, right? Even though the UK and versus Russia conflict's been going on since 2014 and the West started it, um, but we can't talk about Fight Club, Right? Look, if this one doesn't get pulled off YouTube, I haven't done my job. Uh, and look, where is that at? If you think, if you listen to episode two hundred, which I really enjoyed with the with the boys, where we, ne- we left no stone unturned, I said that Russia was going to take their time, as they do, build and build and build and build and build, and then just start grinding. Now, and it's quite fascinating, right? You listen to the JRE and uh, Mike Baker. Ex CIA, and I used X in 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 you know inverted commas because he's definitely not X. His report on the Ukraine versus Russia conflict was Ukraine's holding their own and Russia's got bad leadership. That is just straight propaganda, right? So I'm hearing from multiple other sources that the Ukrainians have lost up to 500,000 men, right? Whereas Russia's only lost 50 they're killing 8 to 1 and you can't move in Ukraine without being targeted now let's go let's use the UTC let's take the Mike Baker perspective which he gave to the JRE which is the most popular podcast on the planet therefore feeding the narrative and then you look at the underground reporting and the other side of stuff that I've listened to and it's not just um, yeah it's boots on the ground people I've listened to I can't I should have written some names down but I didn't they're saying 500,000 Mike Baker saying fifty, so let's call it let's call it three hundred thousand, right? And let's say the Russians, it's three to one or four to one, right? Russians, uh, sorry, four to one Ukrainians killed for one Russian. Now we provoke the biggest gangster in the world with some of the richest buddies in the world. Now Russia has the ability to mobilise to fire up munitions factories, and to do all of that stuff. And by all reports, they are. Okay? Again, let's go middle of the road from all the different sides of research that I've seen. Russian military is about 750,000 strong right now, armed and ready to go. And if you believe a couple of other different perspectives, Russia needs to expand its territories to remain relevant as far as generationally is concerned. that'd all be news to you because we don't hear about the Ukraine anymore because what? Palestine and Israel. Now, I saw a a Harry Potter meme. You guys know how I love my memes and it's like Hermione, Harry and Ron are standing there and it's one's one's got a Jewish symbol, one's got a Muslim symbol, one's got a Christian symbol and the meme is, why is it always you three? Because regardless of the complications... In that region, right, that war has been going on since before Jesus was born, right realistically, or since then how would you how would you how would you encapsulate that thousands of years either way right? imagine if you could think about the leaderage of blood that's been spilt on that little peninsula between where Israel and Palestine exist? Imagine if you could see that in real time how much blood in that little area for the Holy Land. I always thought, you know, for those that don't know, I got kicked out of Sunday school when I was seven because I asked the poor young girl too many questions because the story didn't make sense to me. And I've always seen like the Holy Land, you know, how much blood, if there was really a God, whether it be Allah, whether it be whatever, whichever variation of the same story, mind you, that goes well, 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 well beyond any Bible, right? And for the record, I've got three versions of the Bible in the bookcase here in the refinery, and I have read them. Not in a while, I haven't gone read the Bible in a while, but I, that fight has been going on forever, forever. But it noticed that if you hadn't been paying attention the reports out of the Ukraine where Ukraine is losing, blah, 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 la. la Ukraine's falling back, Ukraine, and then, ding, 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 ding. Next one, right? It is so Orwellian in nature, yeah? However, you know, they're talking about the religious war to end all wars. Like, I wonder whether during COVID the, um, the Arab nations decided to build, right? right. Because the West is, you know, too busy trying to poison themselves and not knowing what a woman is, you know, I mean... My call is, is that by the end of the winter, Russia will have pretty much moved where it wants to move, okay? That's what I'm hearing. They're slowly grinding forward, which is what the Russians do. They just keep moving forward. It it doesn't matter to them. Okay. And you provoke the world's biggest gangster, but also the world's biggest gangster is, is has a realistic expectation that he will be fighting the West on Ukraine soil once he kills all the Ukrainians, which he's on the way to do. So he's building to deal with that. He's making unilateral ties with China to deal with that. Now, again, I'm going to be blunt. Do you seriously think the West could put an army up to challenge the Russians and the Chinese? We don't even know what a woman is. Do you think the eighteen to twenty-five-year-olds that will be conscripted to go to war? What do you think's going to happen there? Mind you, the conscription's eighteen to fifty-five, so you know. That's under the Anzus and our AUKUS treaties. It's disturbing, but true. But do you seriously think that we have a chance? I mean, I'm just asking the question, right remember who's the leading the the them they seventy two different frying pan versions? That's the young people right, and their teachers are in reinforcing that okay, but that's a curious one too, because they had a whole month to celebrate pride and and look, one of the most disturbing things I've seen in a while and there's a big long list of that is these. Them, we'll just say them, they were marching, them, they were marching, saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Like, fuck you are. Okay? Now, listen, I grew up around gays and lesbians, right? Probably, look, you know, <laughs> whether that's right or wrong is an interesting thing to talk about now, considering the things that I've thought about. However, the reality is I don't care, Right? Like I've said here a thousand times, be be the best gender-fluid unicorn you can be. Just don't push it on my children. Right, because you're going to provoke a lot of mama and papa bears you've got no idea. Okay? No idea. And we've already been pushed, right? They just keep pushing society. Yeah? They just keep pushing society. And Israel versus Palestine is the next thing. But if you don't think, the American occupation of Iraq for the best part of 20 years didn't stir up a hornet's nest if you don't think the Afghanistan... I mean, don't even get me started on what happened in Afghanistan. China runs Afghanistan, by the way. They took over the Bagram Air Base within two weeks. Two weeks. A billion-dollar air base. Two weeks the Chinese were there, taken over. Now they run, they can do whatever they want. Oh, and with the amount of gear that they left behind in Afghanistan, I think the Taliban is somewhere between like the fifth or sixth or seventh largest army in the world now but don't worry, it's okay. We can't talk about fuck love. Then we come to Australia. Now, <laughs> yes, no, eh? Yes, no, right? The yes vote, okay? Now, I would not trust Anthony Albanese to get my order right at a fucking restaurant, okay? And he pummeled and spent 400 million dollars, plus the rest, to try and convince us to let the indigenous have a a vote to parliament, right? Voice to parliament was what it was. Now, law is in L-O-R-E law. No tribe speaks for another. This is law. And it's as simple as that. You want to get down to the brass tacks in it, okay? Okay. Now again, I have worked with Indigenous people, I have have been inducted into an Indigenous tribe in the Northern Territory, I've walked Arnhem Land, I've worked hand-in-hand with Indigenous people all over this country, okay? So what I did, is I did my due diligence. I rang and got in touch with some of those Indigenous people. I looked at what the elders that I know and respect, who are true elders, right, not white people pretending to be elders, right? But the true elders that I know and I respect, what were they saying? I rang to the I rang, I rang I rang up to the Northern Territory and I spoke to some people up there. Look, what's going on? What is happening? And do you know what they said? No, is what they said. Every single, not a single Indigenous elder that I know and respect that is a true elder and a true keeper of knowledge and all that sort of stuff, they all said no. So. Why would I say yes? well, it turns out sixty plus percent of people apart from Canberra, which if there's not a um an example of a fishbowl i don't know what is right The people outside Canberra have got no idea what's going on in Australia. no idea right now, Albanese spent four hundred plus million dollars lost dramatically okay now i can't remember one of the British prime ministers. With the Brexit thing, what's his name? I can't remember. Someone screaming it, but it doesn't matter. He stood down after Brexit went didn't go the way he thought it would. What did Albanese do? Oh, the white people are racist. Are you serious? Are you serious? Now, it it created an interesting question in my mind when all this yes/no thing was coming about because you know pay the rent and you know Albanese didn't even read it. Right, But again, that stopped. When was the, when was the vote? Two months ago? Pfft, crickets don't hear anything about it. $400 million down the drain. It's amazing. It's Orwellian. It's so Orwellian. The fact that they just switch, narrative, switch, switch, switch. It's unbelievable. Right, Just keep switching, and they'll never figure it out. Right. I mean, <laughs> any leader worth his salt would have resigned the next day flew to America and gave another 40 million dollars to the Ukraine oh and let's just not forget that you can go back 2012 2013 Ukraine is the most corrupt place on the planet okay full of bio labs too by the way they had to admit that right they're just filtering money through the Ukraine okay billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars now let's just stay on down under for a second right now as I sit here ...and talk about this... ...last time I checked... ...or last time I was told... ...I should say I didn't check... ...last time I was told... ...there's at least five... Uh, ...10 cities... ...in southeast Queensland... ...right now... ...as I record this... ...okay... five. ...now these aren't homeless people... ...a lot of these people have full-time jobs... ...they just can't afford the rent... ...to live in the city... ...close to their work... ...or they just can't find a house... ...because there's a housing crisis... But don't worry, it's been $400 on a voice to parliament instead of on the people that are actually in the streets. Oh, and Brisbane City Council. Well done. Well done. They went through and cleared out two of the 10 cities. And and their their excuse was, I didn't think anyone anyone was living there. Yeah, because they're at fucking work. These aren't people that haven't got jobs. They've got jobs. They can't afford the rent to live in a house because you bump the house prices up so much. That's the actual reality. Now, I can only imagine that if it's South East Queensland there's five, then what are we going to say, 10 for Sydney, more for Victoria, okay? We can't talk about Fire Club, right? We can't talk about it. And these people have got no idea the struggles of the average Aussie, Okay? Now look, between me and my wife, we have hustled, working almost every day, almost, to try and get ahead and try and move forward. But every time you go and buy something, oh my God, the prices of everything is just so expensive, and it hasn't reflected in the much in in what we've been paid. It never gets reflected, right? And it's just, I mean, I know that's not a um quintessentially Aussie problem that's happening around the world. But again, zoom out, the cost of knowing, right? You know, and the thing is, guys, look, if you look back from 2020 to here, and we we did a lot of the conspiracy stuff and what was actually going on, and I never bought into any of the stuff that turned out to be bullshit. And basically everything I said and agreed with turned out to be true. And one of those things is a digital currency, Okay. But in order to make that happen quickly, they need to crash the economy. Like I said, the two biggest corporations in the world are making untold billions of dollars, right? While people are struggling to feed their families and feed themselves and fuel their car. Like the, the cognitive dissonance, right? Has been unbelievable. And I think it, it at some point it begins to melt your brain. And I think, you know, that's sort of what happened to me. And I have had the, you know, on top of the self-worth issues and on top of that sort of stuff. It's almost, there's almost like a, what is the fucking point of all this? Yeah? Like, so what, I do a show. Who gives a shit? What point does it make? Right? Now, kudos to you and the listeners. You many of you reached out over the last little while and and said your voice definitely did make a difference and that I belong on the mic and get back on the mic and, well, here I am, okay? I mean, what else do we say about Down Under? What happened to Australia? Oh, that was what I was saying. This whole yes-no thing raised an interesting question to me. Because I am fifth generation Australian and obviously then my t- children are sixth generation Australian on my father's side. So that's 170 odd years, whatever it is, 200 years. I think they came here in the 1800s, right? How many generations do you need to be born on the same bit of soil before you're considered indigenous to that land? Just wonder that. You know what I mean? Because it's not like I'm second generation or, you know, my parents are for someone else. However, on my father's side, I'm fifth or sixth generation, okay? Aussie. Born here. Generation after generation after generation after generation. How many generations are you before you are considered indigenous, right? And look, you know that... Look, I'm, I'm not disparaging the indigenous people, okay? Like I said, I have many brothers and sisters across this big brown land. And they were taught and shared with me so much. And big part of this podcast is trying to unravel the, the missing truth behind who they actually were and what they were guarding and the information that they had. And why did the Egyptians come here? And why did everybody else come here? Why? Right, There's a big hole that and you know unlocking the code is part of our you know what we're doing is trying to unlock that piece you know but it's just an interesting question you know I love uh, so under Australia I had China in the irony of all ironies right the Chinese so Joe Biden old granddad himself if he found the door to get in there had a meeting with Xi uh in San Francisco. Um, oh, and they cleaned San Francisco up in two weeks, which is just unbelievable. Um, people, you, you, There was an app to monitor where people shit on the streets in San Francisco for a long time, for those that don't know. Anyway, G and Biden are going to talk about climate change. As if she gives a shit about climate change. He's making more coal coal-fired coal fired power plants every single day. Oh, and by the way... You know what's in Afghanistan? Like some of the biggest lithium deposits. So then he owns the rare earth minerals to make our bloody solar panels, right? As if the Chinese give a shit about global warming or climate. It doesn't exist anyway. Okay, don't even get me started on climate change. Oh, by the way, let's just again got to keep up. Got to keep up because if you don't, it's over, right? Two months ago. The whole of Australia is going to burn. You must prepare for fire. And guess what? You wouldn't believe it. Almost immediately, everything started to burn, yeah? For the record, they said the same thing in Greece uh, earlier this year. And they had 22 fires, and it was the worst fire season would ever seen. 19 out of those 22 were found to be arsonists, right? And they were in the employ of people, yeah? As I said, guys, it's all bullshit, right? But then the country did start to burn. It's not bullshit for the people at Tara. They burned to the ground. There was a massive fire out there. I I still know some boys out there. I saw some photos and, and it was nasty. But then this week and for the foreseeable future, it's going to be wet. Right? Now, of course, the narrative went from they're setting the world on, they're setting us on fire deliberately to now they're chem bombing us. Look, in saying that, I saw the most obvious chemtrail I've seen in a long time, <laughs> a long time, the other day, and it went from horizon to horizon. It was not a jet trail like I know about planes. It was a chemtrail. And the thing is too, again, listen to 200, all right, uh, conspiracy in control, with, um. Oh, he knows who he is, the guy that's on those episodes. I'm in the middle of a rant. Anyway, chemtrails aren't, they're totally real, and I saw one the other day, fully went east to west, and now it's all pissing down with rain, so you know, with the conspiracy shifts, yeah, oh, they're trying to burn now they're trying to flood, blah blah blah, but the problem is is while there's all that noise the da da, 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 da right what is actually really going on, okay and that's the that's the issue, right? How do you see through the noise and the the white noise and the and and the just the constant, yeah, but then you've got to exist you got to exist as a human. Yeah? Um, but yeah, China. Look, China's been positioning itself. They played the long game. And they've been playing the long game for a long time. Long before we've been playing it. And look, Xi wants to be emperor of the world by 2050. And I don't really, apart from whatever the WEF wants to do, by 2030... I don't really see how, I'd look, empires fall, yeah, and we're about, you know, I think we're witnessing the fall of what would we understand as the West, because um, it seems to be accelerating. And the US, look, I mean, I wonder, they would never let Robert F. Kennedy into the presidency, however I wish they would. I wish he could win, because he's probably the most level-headed politician I've heard in a long time, okay? And thing is, like, how if, how is Trump going to lose? That's the next question, right? I think the only way Trump could lose was up against someone like Robert F. Kennedy. He's definitely going to lose against Biden or any of those... Other people that are up there have this woke nonsense, this accelerated woke nonsense and just the the cognitive dissonance to everything stems from there. They are the superpower. They are the preeminent superpower in the world, you know, and they're they're trying to spread their um, idealism, their wokeism, right? And the thing is, while they're doing that, China's just going around through Africa and just throwing money around, Right? China's building economies and and making a silk road, whereas America's trying to convince people that men are women and women are men i I saw a a, a video uh was somewhere in Africa it was one of the local uh people in Math, uh in africa and they uh, he, he was he was explaining exactly what i said the Chinese come they offer us money they want to build us uh, airports and you know further out. You know, they want their mining claims, but they're going to give us money and da, da 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 And on paper, it seems really good, and they do give you the money. And they're trying to build their military. They're giving, you know, they're building them armies in, in Africa and all that sort of stuff. And this guy was like, what am I going to do in, in Africa? Am I going to take the money for food and military aid and housing and infrastructure? Or am I going to pretend that a, a boy's a girl and a girl's a boy? What am I going to do? Anyone that's got any common sense is going to choose to move their people forward, right? I mean, this, it's almost nonsensical, okay? Everything that I see, especially in like, you know, news.com or something like that, I was going to bring up news.com to see what's on there this afternoon, but it was just rubbish, right? And that's the people that, you know, the news that people are consuming. And it's, you know, all that's directive is coming out of the US, it's all, you know, (sighs) which leads me to no small topic, Uh, I'm sure we'll get through this one nice and easy, World War 3. Now, as a, one of my uh, I'm a bit of a historian, particularly about World War II and World War One. I. I spent a long time researching those, the old school way, books and all that sort of stuff back in the day. And then obviously I followed that on with all the modern stuff. And I always, you know, it seems to be once you sort of, look, I've always been interested in the in the two world wars, just why and what and who and how. And, you know, look, the reality is it was cousins fighting each other. and It still still sort of is, yeah. However... If you look at how the pieces moved prior to World War One, prior to World War Two, you would have to say that history would dictate that if World War Three actually begins in the next little while, like proper hot kick off war, that it was already going in twenty twenty three. The pieces were already moving. Okay. The you know, the conflict was already happening. It just expanded. You know, in a lot of ways, I would say it's already started. Now, whether or not it explodes and kicks off into full-blown world war is a different story, right? But we definitely, I mean, again, whats the what, what kind of men are we going to field in the field of battle, right? They're not going they to grow up on cattle ranchers shooting rabbits and you know but they're not the hard men that the World War Two that lived off the land and survived off the land and you know Look, I'll give you I'll give you an example right so I'm about to go bow hunting at the time of recording I will be this time next week I'll be packing the car for an early morning Wednesday take off however I have a little Bear Grylls survival kit I've got a funny story about him but that's probably not for tonight um <laughs> I'll give you the Bear Girl story quickly. Long story short, if you watch the Northern Territory version of Bear Grills and he's walking through the mangroves, and there could be a crocodile at any point. We've got to be really careful. He's like 10 feet from the road. I know the dude who took him. <laughs> he's, like, he's not in the mangroves. Well, he is, but the road runs next to them up there. Anyway. I had this little survival kit, nice little kit. It's got fishing wire and, you know, anything you would need. And I remember having a face-to-face class a little while ago. And um, I used to do this. I, I'd, 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 you know, when I had longer classes, I'd like week, two-week classes. And we'd talk about, you know, having skill sets, right? And I would grab the, um, this little survival kit and I'd throw it in the middle of the, ro- on the middle table in the middle of the room and I said, I'd say to them, if I dropped you off in the bush with that, how long do you think you'd survive? Now, personally, I would survive, I'd like to hope I would survive for quite a long time. Okay, I, you know, there's the, there's a reason we go into the middle of the bush for fun, right? However, I am all these young people looking at it and just like freaking right out. And I remember one kid who puts his there's a young fellow, he puts his hand, he goes, How long does it take to die? And I said, Three days without water, two weeks without food. He's like, Well, three days. <laughs> Probably sooner if I fall off something. I mean, how? <laughs> but is that the plan, right? And this is the whole thing when you start sort of, you feel like, you know, there's that classic meme, the dude from the, um, yeah, you know, that crazy dude. He's got the all the strings and stuff. I can't remember that dude's name. It's pretty funny, but he was in uh, Horrible Bosses. Um, yeah, he put. You kind of feel like that dude because it's like, is this a whole plan? Because the thing is, guys, have you read Agenda Twenty Thirty yet? Have you read Klaus's book, The New World Order? You can still get it online. You know what I mean. Uh, he wrote it. He wants you to read it. And the plan's pretty much going to plan-ish, right? However, I think, actually, here's a funny thing. The other day, old Klaus got up and said, people are resisting the authority, the the elite. They are resisting. Of course we're resisting, you fucking idiot. Right? We realized, right, for for a lot of us, and look, I think the, the more pressure, the thing is they don't understand... Right, and one of the things I got I got kicked off Twitter, by the way, or X as it's now. And I might try and get back on now that it's X. However, I got kicked off Twitter for saying that because um, they are asking about because food factories burn down these days all the time. Can't talk about Fire Club. Don't 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 mention things like that. It's, it's not true. It's like it's only like thirty of them or something like that across the world. Um, and it was when that was happening, but it didn't happen because you know. And I said the right trigger hasn't been hit yet. But I think what they don't understand is that the lower and middle class is much, much, much larger than they than they think, and 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 they think we're pretty stupid. I'm pretty sure. And look, don't get me wrong. Modern society has dumbed down a lot of us. However, there's a percentage of people that woke up either during COVID, post COVID, or were awake before COVID, and we're like, ah, uh, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, mate, you can fuck off. Uh, we don't want your shit. And I don't understand how he doesn't think that that's going to slow down, right? So then the question then begs is like, what is he going to do to slow it down? Right? As I record this, they the masks are back mandated in WA because that's a police state. Um, I think only in medical settings last time I saw, but they're trying to push the COVID for Christmas, right? Now... What I saw as passive resistance, right, is that last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they pushed all oh, then COVID's COVID but have you booster. Imagine lining up for seven. Is it seven or eight now? What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't do that. Like I don't understand. Anyway, I uh my girls had a birthday party where they they, they took the girls to the, the cinemas in Ipswich. And I walked into Riverlink uh, to go and pick up a couple of things and didn't see a single mask. Hundreds and thousands of people, not a single mask. That is resistance, right? Because there was a time two and a half years ago where the opposite would have been true. I would have been the only one not wearing a mask, okay? Oh, and by the way, if they try that crap on us again, I can't even tell you how many different ways I'm going to tell them to fuck off. I can't even tell you, okay? It's a lot. All right, because no, because it's bullshit. It was always bullshit. You know it. I know it. We know it enough. Okay, but to take a line from the Oliver Anthony song that I'll probably finish this show with, um, they don't think that you know, but I know that you do. Okay, but the question is how and when, right? Because after WW3, they had globalization and new world order, which I sort of followed on with, right? I mean, this is this is the problem. Yeah, this is the problem. Is there a grander conspiracy at play? Now, it doesn't matter how many times I stand back and observe and look at it again and again and again, it seems that there is, right? And then I think, no, you're crazy. Which, look, there's there's definitely a case for that. However, um, I don't think that I am, right? I didn't like all the things that I've been right about, the conspiracies coming true and all that sort of stuff, right? I mean, what, you know, there's that other meme, what's the difference between a conspiracy and fact? It's like six months, about, about six months now. Um, You know, we're not keeping score, but us tinfoil hatters are up 47 nil or whatever it is, right? What everybody doesn't understand about, look, some people, you know, because they're, they're, if they're in the team-oriented business, right? Whereas I'm not, I couldn't, I'm not a joiner, I'm not really a follower, right? I I I'm just I am who I am, right? For people like me who are objective and critical thinking and all that sort of stuff, we, we didn't want to be right. We didn't we didn't want to be right about the things that we were right about. However, we were right, okay, and that's why we can't that is one of the big reasons we can't talk about fire club. Like, seriously, just for a second, remember some of those press conferences doesn't matter where you're from, what country you're from. Safe and effective, vaccinated, vaccinated. Just remember some of that stuff. Remember the protests. Remember the pepper spray, the people firing rubber bullets at each other. Why have people not hung? Because of the Orwellian nature of this modern existence. They just stopped talking about it. Right? Like, you know, there's there's quiet moments where I still get really angry about that. How those people weren't brought to account... How are they still not brought to account? Right, look, you know, not not kudos, but most of the ministers and state ministers have quietly resigned because they don't want the eye of Saren on them. I noticed old bloody uh, you know, pallet Jack. She um, she's just hanging on, right? Just just, just uh, ride that ride it into the wall. Yeah, her and Trudeau are basically the only ones left from the COVID era. Um, you know what a pair, eh? However. <laughs> you know i could say so many different things right now to blow your mind however you know what they are you know what they are you know and there's there's a, there's the other meme that comes up it's like something in your soul has to know it's not right we're not right things aren't right that's why you feel weird that's why like we know like there is we're in deep 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 shit guys deep shit okay now, the only way forward is together and through. I don't know what else to say apart from that. However, we are just in deep, deep doo-doo, okay? And if we don't do something about it collectively, they're going to keep dragging us along this course. Now, I don't know what that is, okay? Like I said, the end of this podcast, the notes, is a big fat question mark. I don't know what the answer is, okay? One, of the, that's, one that's like part of the reason I haven't got back on the mics. It's like, oh, I don't want to be a downer, but maybe, you you know, look, I'm ranting for all of us here, okay? You know, and if, if you like this rant, pass it on. Because at least we can we can share the burden, right? Because I'm just saying what everybody's feeling. That's all I'm doing. I'm just saying what everybody is feeling, okay? And look, I'll be honest. There is a certain filter that I, you know, not because I want to get, you know, it's just because I like the show to be professional, and I have adapted a certain podcasting filter as far as my true thoughts. Now, I'm not, I'm not, there is no filter, okay? This is raw and unfiltered, okay? The, the, it is what it is, right? And look, I don't expect you to agree with me. I, I don't want you to agree with me. Again, don't listen to me. But it turns out, turns out you guys do listen, right? So that's the reason I'm here. Um, where were we? New World Order. Look up go and look up online, wherever it is, there's a video of every politician around the planet saying new world order, new world order, new world order from 2020 to now. Over and over and over and over and over. Oh no, hang on, they stopped saying it about 2020 because they're like, oh, Klaus said, oh no, they, they figured it out, okay, yeah, but, well, you know, what did you think was going to happen, okay? When you take from the poor and give to the rich and then just leave us to die in the middle. What do you think? I mean, again, they don't have any idea, I don't think, right? If they continue to push this narrative and continue, the dam is going to break, right? And it's going to be every man for himself. And I don't know, I don't know where that leads, okay? But all the piles of gold in the world haven't saved any of the kings in the past, Okay. All right. I thought I'd finish talking about the podcast and the research behind the podcast. Because one of the other things, I sort of of talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, I sort of came into the alternative archaeology research thing, a little bit rose-coloured glasses, yeah? I need another drink, hang on. It was very loud. Sorry about that. Um, and I've had those rose-colored glasses torn off. You uh, know, one of the things that came to my attention is that we, not only when we gave three thousand dollars to Gimpy Pyramid to try and help them and all that sort of stuff, it was about three grand all told after after all the money we spent. And you might remember we got labeled as white supremacists and basically everything under the sun. But as it turns out as well, we were also labeled in certain groups, this show and the brothers that came with me from this show, in good faith, as thieves. We stole from the Gimpy side, apparently. Let me clear this up right now. No. Not ever. Okay. We would never take from a sacred site. In fact, do you know what we did do? Each one of us, I made sure that all the boys that came with me, I said, make sure you have something to give. And for those boys that forgot, I gave them some tobacco or something. I had some extra bits and pieces. And not only did we give thanks to the land and the ancestors of the land, we gave a gift to the land. We only ever gave to the land. Now look, I'm not a perfect person at all. I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot, okay? However, I'm no thief, okay? And especially not from sacred sites, ever, okay? Now I'll be totally honest, that only came to light a couple of months ago probably not long before I did the last couple of shows that I did and it really took the wind out of my sails that really insulted me the fact that people would even think that and the fact that people wouldn't stand up for me when that was said really hurt me um, deeply because that's not who I am like I said before UTC is about integrity All right. yeah, sure. We have a bit of fun. Have we gotten drunk and said some silly stuff? Of course we have. But it's it's not about that, right? You know what I'm saying. However, I'm we we would never, never take from a sacred site. Never, okay. Without permission. With permission, of course. And let me let me set the record straight. So the rock at the gimby Pyramid. Oh, by the way. There's this magical tunnel that ran under the gimpy pyramid, yeah, I went there. there's a big fucking highway right where the tunnel should have been, so bullshit okay however um look the the actual site where the step where the where the stones are the the um the step pyramid looking stones the walls they that's still there, okay they put a highway through next to the railway line. And the main part of the top, well, the rocks and stuff is still there. Now, look, I've got some photos. Um, oh, and by the way, I never even shared any of the data or any of the photos or anything to do with that. Never spoke a word about it on the show until I was called a white supremacist and an asshole and labelled everything under the sun, right? Didn't say a word. After that, who gives a fuck? I don't care. Right? Don't, you don't call me things like that when they're not true. And people know that they're not true. Um... However, whatever. I did ask, because there's some interesting, and I've got photos of it, right, where there's the rocks up, up at the top of the site there. They look like they've been cut. Now, the story went that they are the same. So if if they are, if, if the polygonal masonry wall from the church is from the Gimpy, you know, from Jaki Kundu. And the stones were cut on site, which they look like there has been stone cut on site. I said, alright, well we chip a bit off the Gimpy, off, off the polygonal masonry wall in Gimpy, we chip a bit off the Gimpy pyramid, and we send them away to be tested to see whether they're the same stone. Because you can do that, right? Oh no, no, we can't do we can't, we can't take a single stone from the site, it'll, it'll disrupt it. Bullshit. Like... <laughs> So the thing about that whole situation is they weren't willing to actually... Extraordinary um, claims require extraordinary results. And every time we tried to verify a claim, we were told no, right? It doesn't mean we took something and, and did something. I didn't do anything. I, I did, I, like, when all that stuff blew up, that really, really hurt me, right? I put a lot of time and effort and money and like hours and hours on the road up there and back like seven or eight times. And extraordinary claims try, require extraordinary things, right? And they're still trying to stop the highway. The highway's not going to be stopped. It's already half built, right? Like nothing was stopped. Nothing was stopped ever, Right? And I do know that those people had the ability to buy the property at a certain time where they just could have said no to the highway. But instead, they've been dragging it on for 40, 30, whatever, how many bloody years it is. Anyway, I don't want to I want to stop about that. But anyway, that really took the wind out of my sails. Because at unlocking the code, we are here to unlock the code. We are not here. Look, I could bloody you know, sit in the corner of a video and go, hey, and, you know, try and sell myself to to sell things, right? I've got some loyal Patreon people, and I suck with those guys. I, I'm not good at that, right? Thankfully, they know I'm not good at that, and they're okay with that, and I really thank you, boys. I really, really appreciate that, okay? Some of that that little bit of cash has come my way through Patreon has actually put food on my table more than once, boys, okay? So thank you very much for that. Um however I'm not out to be some super successful person. As I say, I don't think I'm worth anything. I've got a terrible self worth issue. I'm not out to bloody you know Yeah, you know, I used to joke about the fact I wanted to be the next OG Joe Rogan. Same because I wanted a podcast all the time. Don't like my job, right? I don't imagine any most of us don't like our jobs, you know what I mean? There was no um, arrogance in that. And it's not like I'm trying to chase that level of success. It kind of freaks me out the amount of people who listen to the show now, if I'm totally honest. So yeah, that whole gimpy thing. And as I again, I went up there and I saw the highway straight through the middle and where the tunnel was supposed to be. And it was all mystical and magical. And there's, there's nothing there. Right? There's nothing there. Okay? So, and if there was, they bulldozed straight through it. Like, seriously, bulldozed straight through it. And no one said anything, right? But, yeah, there's some grand conspiracy. Anyway, look, the gimpy stuff and the polygonal masonry, there's a different version there where like, there's, a, there's another theory forming, but I'm not ready to uh, fully unpack. Another theory about Australia, actually, talking about um, Australia is the next stop point. Look, Australia's got a bigger, deeper story to tell, right? Because the one thing, the one bit of research that I can't seem to put down is the I am God, you are God, we are God, that you are the God or goddess or universal source energy within. It's the triptych, right? Because the triptych is the one thing that brings every single megalithic culture together. It is the ultimate sign of the um, ancient religion, where science and spirituality were one. Okay. And through that, where I can't stop looking at churches and I can't stop trying to find Mason temples and all that sort of stuff. There's a big, big part of that, that in Australia You know, what actually happened, sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds, yeah. I'd think some key Masons ran to Australia. And if you look at Outback Australia in the level of churches and temples and stuff that I that I've seen in my travels like why are you building a massive temple in the middle of nowhere because you can because you're flexing your uh, ability and maybe you're going to build a polygonal masonry wall because you can and you have the skill set and the knowledge to just to mess with people because the other thing about polygonal masonry if we talk about like a, a world type thing it's everywhere okay um, many, many kudos to Laura, the megalith hunter. She's been over to Italy and Sicily, and there's all sorts of polygonal masonry. looks exactly like the stuff there at Gimpy, right? So it echoes around the globe, right? There's a, there's a bigger, larger, deeper story to be told. You know, and look, the other side of the yes versus no thing is just division, okay? Because do you know what is the way forward? The way forward is Wiratjin, right? And that's, honestly, any of the stuff that I went to Gimpy. that's how I was looking at it, Wiratjin. Okay, black fella, white whitefella dreaming, working together as one. And, and yeah, stealing was not ever going to be any part of that. Like, I just... it really hurt me, eh? Anyway. Australia, the triptych. Look, I think... No, I don't think. I know we're going to do uh, one of Casaro's book. Me and Angus are going to do one of Casaro's books. I don't know where Casaro is. He, he dropped off the planet during COVID. However, um... Because the triptych is the answer. and look, I, The thing about, you know, how do you explain to someone they are God, I don't even know how to grasp it myself. So it's it's difficult to communicate. But I know inside my, like, just every fiber of my being is like, this is the answer. This is the thing that joins it all together. It's actually all the same. Like, everything else is all the same. The larger story, the code is becoming true, okay? Um, so we're going to do the triptych. That may or may not be the last big project that Unlocking the Code ever undertakes. I don't know. I don't know, okay? Um, Yeah, I don't know. All right. But we are going to do Casaro's book and we'll see where that ends up and I'll do some other stuff around that as well. Social media is the next one. And social media is taking a weird turn with these reels and all this sort of stuff and I'm just not going to do that, okay? I'm not. And... I don't care, I wish I cared, no I don't, because that that's, that's a bit of a vapid existence, I mean, you know, there was a time early on in the show where i do selfies and all that sort of stuff, I didn't—I never liked doing selfies, it was like I was copying a model of social media like Jocko, and you know, they're taking a selfie and Raw, get after it, and you know, memes and trying to be funny, and honestly, I just don't care enough. It's not that I don't care about you guys. I really do. However, you know, the, the the honest truth is every time I ask you to reach out to me, you don't. So, uh, And that's cool because I think you're a lot like me and you don't really want to. You just want to listen and be cool and that's fine. Okay, so don't worry about it. It's okay. However, I stopped doing social media pretty much all, all the whole time um, when I was still, con- when I had the, you know, earlier this year and, you yeah. know, Best downloads ever. No social media. So, it doesn't matter anyway. So, I don't know what my social media presence will be, whether I'll up it, whether I'll down it. I don't know. I honestly think it's part of the problem. And it's that closely monitored now. Um, you know, as I say, I kicked off Twitter for saying that they're going to push people to the brink, which they are, and they're still trying to. You know what I mean? It's not like it's untrue, right? You know, the old fact-checkers didn't exist till the truth started coming out, Um in fact, if you, if it it's it it is one of the things that they I don't think that they know that we know, but we all know that if a, a post is fact checked, then there's probably more truth to it than not. Um, we don't believe the fact check; we probably believe the post more. Okay. Talks and conferences. One of the other reasons I stopped doing the show is I realized a dream. All right, I remember, and the thing is, it's like. I remember, I think I was watching like one of my first UFO documentaries or uh, alternative origin documentaries like Pyramids or something like that as a young boy. Like, I I don't remember how old I was at all. Um, However, I remember thinking that'd be cool to do. And I did it. Right? I gave a talk. Um, I didn't make any money out of it, Um, but it cost me money to do it. However, that's another all bullshit right you know those megalith conferences you're paying to be there you're paying to it's only the top two or three people that actually get paid to talk you're not everyone else is paying their own way and you get the you know the benefit is i scratch your back you scratch my back the benefit is being there right for especially for the lesser guys no one gets paid okay apart from you know your hancocks and all those type of guys they get paid no one else does that's all bullshit too but anyway um and that was another thing that I looked in. It's like, okay, do I give talks? Do I give conferences? <laughs> I gave the talk and I gave it to some, um, some people that, you know, it was more of a UAP thing that I gave it. And um, it went really well. They were a bit skeptical. They asked really good questions. I still don't know what I walked into, if I'm honest. Um, uh, however, it was a good time, right? And I did it and I left and everyone really enjoyed it it was quite fascinating actually because I don't think I was going to be taken seriously so they put me up before lunch and then I delivered my talk and everyone didn't want me to stop talking so um, and I didn't finish what I wanted to finish because people were asking good questions hopefully I get to finish that talk I really sincerely hope I do get to finish that talk somewhere and I suppose with the talks and conferences right a few people said they'd love to come um, and see some of this stuff because look you know it's one thing right it's like there's, I've got, I've got a hand on one research book, there's another one in my lap, there's another couple in the bookcase, the, there's folders after folders after folders of research, there is four slideshows ready to go, that could be adapted um, and improved a little bit, but they're ready to go. I could, give, I could give multi-hour talks on four different subjects, mainly Megaliths and UAPs and Triptych, um, but I could give, I could give a, a talk on each of those tomorrow if I wanted to. Um, the research is ready to go um, and done, and all done, right, the so slideshow's ready to go, I've got all the gear, I could do it tomorrow, um, I suppose I got to with the talks and the conference things, what's the point, right, and I mean, look, that could be my self-worth talking, yeah, or my lack of self-worth talking, I should say, um, and, yeah, look, I don't know what I'll do, because the other thing is too, guys, like the rest of us, yeah, look, I'll be totally honest, right? Um, I've been prepping and, and, and scrimping and saving and doing deals for months in order to go camping for three days next week, okay? I'd love to go on a field trip, all right? I'd love to go on more field trips like I did a couple of years ago. However, I, I fail at the first step, which is filling my fucking car up, yeah? You know, when you're running a diesel truck, it costs 200 and something dollars to fill the car up. You know, and I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm only echoing the pain of everybody else, yeah? And the thing about conferences is it costs money. You've got to hire rooms. You've got to pay up front. You've got to do all that sort of stuff. Um, and, look, I'd you know, there's a, a lot of weeks there where there is there's there is no savings. There's zero in the account before I get paid the next day or the next week, yeah? And, I look, I know I'm not alone in that. Um, however, that is what it is, okay? Um, so whilst I'd love to give talks and conferences and I'm ready to go to give one um, – The who, what, when, where, how is an interesting concept. Um, I'd actually really love to give one where I live. There's a little triptych church down the road from my house, right? That they don't know it's triptych. That's the thing. There's these echoes in design. We'll get into that in the next series. However, um, I'd love to do it down there because you could literally, I could show you, right? It's right there. Um, So look, I'm not gonna never say never as far as the talks are concerned. However, um as with most things and most people these days it's a resource issue um and yeah i'd love to i really enjoyed doing it however on the flip side after i did it i was like huh is that it but i think the thing is i need to look at it through a lens that i am a teacher and i do present all the time was it more fun presenting that stuff as a like as a proper thing yeah it was super cool right Um, all the other times I've presented that stuff I've had to squeeze it into legitimate classes you know just for a bit of fun however um or a bit of a break from the curriculum um yeah never say never with that uh I, I would still like to do that really would um and I think there's a couple of boys that I'd like to bring along with me as well so um yeah oh look at that uh the UAP UFO stuff, look, that continues to evolve. Um, I do sort of stay on top of it, but it, it's more of a we what we know, and we'll tell you in the next twelve months, in the next twelve months, in the next twelve months. It's more of that clickbait bullshit. You know what I mean? Like that's my other problem too. Is and I'm not gonna go and then next time you wait till next week. No, I'm not gonna do that to you. You know what I mean? Like I just all that mumbo jumbo bullshit. I, I I can't do it right, uh, I am who I am, it is what it is, um, end of story, right, um, yeah, look, the young, the longer the UAP UFO stuff goes on, um, and the same thing is said by, you know, the whole, look, it's, 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 we've, we've spoken about it on Anthony's show a number of times, um, I don't know whether or not he put that up on YouTube or Rumble or whatever it is. I might actually post that video to my YouTube channel if it's still active. Um, I haven't been kicked off YouTube. Yeah, I'll see. Because I, we spoke about that at length and nothing much changes since then. Every now and again, I'll listen to a few different podcasts that I know are, um, you know, deep into that stuff. And it's all the same, same, right? I mean, the distractions are thick and heavy, um, and the powers that be, if they are the UAP, UFA stuff, they're, they're not going to let it go, right? Because they're, 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 you talk about a crumbling narrative, if that happens, like, phew, you wait. Um, the future of the podcast. Underneath that is a big fat question mark, big red question mark. Um, I don't know. So, look, I will release this, um, when I sat down, I didn't know whether I was going to release this, however, a fair few of you, uh, you know, those that do reach out to me have asked me for something like this, so I, so, this is for you, um, for those people that said, what is my real opinion on some of this stuff, well, look, I'm sure we could wax lyrical for many more hours, however, that is a good snapshot of my opinion, um, I'm going to go on my bow hunting trip next week. Uh, part of the reason I did this tonight is I wanted to get this stuff out of my head, uh, to do that. And I wanted to just feel what this was like. And then I can think about that and process that, um, for the record, even though someone left me unsupervised with the microphone in the refinery, I, this has been cathartic for me. So Loomis, if you're listening, thank you. Um, He's the one that said to me, when you're ready, just get back on the mic. Sometimes that can be cathartic, and it has been. And, you know, despite my crippling self-worth issues and, you know, me not really understanding why you listen to this show, I do really have love for you guys, okay? There has been times in the last you know, since UTC created was that this was my passion, this was my function, um, and it has really provided me with some amazing people, some amazing friends, and, and have some amazing experiences, yeah, um, so for that, I thank you very, very much, um, and I, I didn't mean to be too much of a downer, however, I don't know what the fucking answer is, guys, apart from love, love is the answer, but how do you, spread that like, I don't know, I don't know how to do it, right? I know what the answer is, I know the fact that if we all realise that we are the universal source energy within then nothing could stop us but how do you tell 8 billion people that and, and you know take away thousands of years of belief systems and stereotypes and bullshit, I don't know, um, you know how do you un- unwrite, oh sorry, how do you undo and rewrite the history that we've been told to, you know, something that's better and more positive. Um, so what is the future of the show? I don't know. I don't know, guys. Okay. I want to do the triptych. Um, I wanted to get this out of my head. I wanted to go uh, back out to Jackals, which is what I'm going to do for a few days. And I'm going to allow the... i um, going to allow Mother Nature to give me whatever it needs to give me to move forward in one way or the other. I found this, which was the coder's oath. Okay, so I think the last time I rewrote this, 26 of the 5th, 20. So it's over three years ago now that I wrote this. Well, no, the first version I wrote years and years and years ago in the first year or two of the podcast, right? And this was the intention. And I might finish with this, guys. Um, I think we're going to put Oliver Anthony, Richmond, North of Richmond, why? Because that song needs to be forever in rotation, okay? Apart from the Fudge Rounds thing, but, it you know, that all joins that together. One of the side projects that I might, I would like to do is, I wouldn't mind doing my own version of Richmond, North of Richmond. Um, Angus might play the guitar and I'm going to change that, that little verse that sort of, doesn't destroy the song, but it, it, it takes it down a peg. Anyway. The Coder's Oath. The energy must remain pure. Always being mindful of the intent behind the podcast, that is, to grow, learn, be free and share knowledge. To help others on their journey by providing tools to unlock their own code. To explore ideas about who we are, where we have come from, what is our true past and how we become what we need to be. The steps we need to take to bring whatever truths we can find into the light. To be truth warriors, to be disciplined in our thoughts, our actions, our words, and our deeds. To the best of our ability, be men of the highest order, understanding all sides of self the lover, the artist, the healer, the father, and the warrior. To explore all perspectives ensuring no gaps between the pieces on our mirror ball, and being able to react in a manner which befits our station as coders. To always be kind to others, however ensuring our kindness is never never mistaken for weakness. Understanding that being prepared and disciplined is necessary to understanding how to react, no matter the situation. Be strong of mind, body and soul. we are all a three-part being. We must always honour and understand this. Above all, to be honest with ourselves, to understand all sides of life, the good, the bad and the ugly. That within all situations in life there are lessons to be learned. We must face them all, not without fear because fear will always exist. We must face them all with the courage, honour and fortitude So we can truly unlock the code to life in our time. I do try and do that, guys. You know, and it's fascinating. I read that and I don't think that I wrote it. I don't know that I did write it. I think maybe that was the muse. Or whoever or whatever the energy is behind this show. Thanks very much, guys. This has been cool. What I want you to do is this rant was for everybody, okay? So I've released some of that weight from my shoulders. If you've listened to this rant and you agreed with it, release some weight from your shoulders, okay? Because we are many, and we can lighten each other's burdens. Until next time, guys, look after yourselves. Be prepared. Be disciplined.
1: I'll talk soon Cheers I've been selling my soul Working all day Overtime hours For bullshit pay So I can sit out here And waste my life away Drag back home And drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up May it not be true, but it is. Just miners on an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the whole beast, milking welfare well, God, if you're five foot three And you're 300 pounds Taxes ought not to pay For your bags of fudge rounds Young men are putting themselves Six feet in the ground Cause all this damn country does Is keep on kicking them And they don't think you know, but I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end Cause the rich man, north the. Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay.